Welcome to Leading Innovation. I'm your host, John Lowry. In this episode, we're going to take a step back. We're going to pause for just a second and reflect on what we're facing in 2023. 2023 is going to be a year of great change, of great uncertainty. And as a result, leaders are going to need to think differently about how it is that they move their businesses and organizations forward. And so what I'm excited to do in this conversation is just to pause for a second, to think about what's ahead, and to think about how is it that we reinvent ourselves to be ready to find success and to create growth in the coming year. Let's jump into this episode. In this episode, I want to look forward to 2023. I think 2023 is going to be an interesting year for all of us in the business world. 2023 is going to be a year of innovation. It's going to be a year of change. It's going to be a year of frustration for some as everything around us just begins to kind of settle out. The challenge is we don't know exactly how it's going to happen. We don't know if we're going to have a recession or how deep that recession might be. There's uncertainty in terms of the economic front for sure. Uh, We don't know in terms of some of the global dynamics that exist, in terms of how some of those are going to develop. Hopefully, uh, we'll see kind of a steadying there. But the reality is all of us working in business and seeking to bring about change Uh, we are going to have to face some uncertainty. And as a result of that, I think the leadership formula might change a little bit. And that is very, very significant. The workplaces are different. People's needs as employees are different. And as a result, there's a new kind of leadership that will need to emerge in 2023 because some of the old practices, some of the old ways of doing things just aren't going to work anymore. And so what I want to do is spend just a few minutes with you thinking about what does that new leadership paradigm look like? Uh, If you're a leader in 2023, what kind of pivots may you have to make or what kind of changes or how is it that you need to develop so that you can be as effective in 2023 as you've been in the past? And so let's jump right into it. I think the first thing that I see is that connection with employees, connection with customers, connection with clients, connection with your colleagues and industry partners, connection is going to be the key to victory in 2023. Uh, There's going to be a lot of change. People are going to come with new ideas and new products and new models and all of that stuff. But I think at the end of the day, when you're in an environment that has a lot of uncertainty, people are going to want to gravitate to what they know. And what they know is going to be what they're closest to, which is where connection is going to become absolutely critical. And so what is it that we're going to connect around? What is it that leaders have to use in order to connect with people? Well, the first thing is, is I think having some clear definition around purpose and values, whether that be with your employees, that may be something that you literally have written out, something that you have recited on a regular basis to where we're revisiting these purpose and values. There's an anchoring in them. And through that, it provides a connection in terms of what we're doing every single day and the mission that we're pursuing. But I think the purpose and values is really important as it relates to your clients as well. Uh, Because I think more and more people are looking around and saying, I have a ton of options. There's a ton of different directions I could go in terms of this service or this product. 
but they're beginning to look more and more at the purpose and the values of companies. For example, you take the environment and you take sustainability. That's becoming a huge factor for people that are making business decisions. It's a reflection of purpose and values and the importance of doing things that are sustainable and doing things that are supportive of the environment. And so that's just one example. But I think a lot of decisions, people are going to look for people that share their purpose, share their values, uh, can connect with their mission. That's going to be one way in which people can connect and connection will be the key to victory. Another way is to be very intentional about your network, to recognize that your network can only be so big. And for some of us, we have to grow that network. We spend too much time uh, in our living rooms or guest bedrooms or basements or whatever it is that you're working from home. And even if we're working from home, it's important to get out and connect with people. Uh, Those lunches and those breakfasts and those coffees, uh, being intentional about cultivating and building and growing a network is going to be really, really important, whether we're working from home or working in an office environment. And so just because many of us are have ended up at home, that doesn't mean that our network should suffer. That means we should be more intentional about growing our network. And I think that will be really, really important. The people that win will be the people that are connected. And then I think lastly, as we think about connection, listening is going to be more and more important. Uh, truly having an understanding of what our customers need and what they're looking for, that's going to win the day. Um, Being a place where we can build a culture around what our employees need and what they're looking for in terms of work-life balance and workplace culture and all of that, uh, that's going to be critically important. And the only way that we're going to capture that understanding is if we spend more time listening. And so I think listening is going to be a key leadership skill, especially for those that are wanting to innovate, those are wanting to change. It will begin with listening. And so connection is going to be key. And in order to connect, think about purpose and values, think about being intentional about growing your network and spending more time listening. Through that learning, that will provide connection And people in this turbulent time, I think, will choose to do business and associate and work for people that they feel closest to. One of my friends, Don Miller, wrote a book called Scary Close. It's really a marketing book, but it's a book about him pursuing his wife and courting his wife. And here he finds himself in this moment to where he realized that he didn't have a whole lot to offer. Uh, he wasn't the best looking guy. He wasn't wealthy. He didn't have this incredible job. He was kind of this hungry author trying to make it happen. And yet in the process of courting his wife, he realized that connection was critical and that if he could be the person that connected with her best, he'd have the best chance of winning her heart. And that's actually how it played out. And so there's kind of a love story, which all of us can appreciate, but in that, there's also an important lesson for business, and that is to understand uh, the power of connection. The second thing I think that will distinguish leaders in 2023 is their ability to manage this uncertainty. So it goes beyond just connection, 
Uh, but it goes to how is it that we are going to lead people? How is it that we are going to steward them and our businesses through this period of uncertainty that we're experiencing right now? Well, the first thing is, is we've got to be very intentional about normalizing change because the reality is, is that whatever business we're in, there is going to be some level of change that happens in 2023. Uh, It may be technology-induced change to where we move from one platform to another platform, and we know the operational impact that that can have. Or it may be a change in terms of going a completely different direction with the business to where this market is drying up, but this market looks really ripe, and so we have to shift the entire strategic direction of the business based upon what's happening in the market. Regardless, we've got to build change as a competency within our organizations, and we've got to get people to a place to where they expect change and they're comfortable with change as opposed to doing everything they can to avoid change. This is really important in larger organizations that we've built entire systems that are resistant to change, and yet we find ourselves in a place to where organizations are going to have to be more nimble, and as leaders, we're going to have to be advocates for change. Not the specific change, but change philosophically in terms of building that as something that companies just do. It is going to be a competitive advantage going forward in terms of your ability to bring about change. And so it's time we start talking about it. It's time that instead of just dealing with whatever changes in front of us and going through all of the battles that we have to go through to make that happen, to say, look, we've got to develop this as part of our culture. Just like we do the elements of teamwork and integrity and all of that, it's now time to start talking more about change being a key part of culture and a key way that we can establish competitive advantage. The successful organizations going forward are going to be those that have the ability to change. Secondly, I think we've got to really focus on the needs of employees. Uh, That's what's going to make your organization sticky. And what we see right now that is a massive disruptor in the workplace and in the business world is the war on talent and the fact that people are leaving, they're very mobile, uh, they're willing, they're not real loyal, are they? Uh, They're willing to leave. And as a result of that, uh, organizations and companies are having to find new ways uh, to be what I call sticky, uh, to where people want to stay there, people want to commit. Uh, and you don't have a retention risk. Uh, I was in a a strategy meeting yesterday with a company. They said the number one threat to their business in 2023 is retention. Uh, They are desperately trying to figure out how to hold on to people. And that's really, really smart because that retention issue can be a huge challenge in terms of growing your business. And so we have to think about all the things from an HR perspective in terms of benefits and comp and all that kind of stuff. It's really important to think through that. But as leaders, we should also think about how it is that we best understand and find really creative ways uh, to meet the needs of employees. I remember a few careers back when I was practicing law there was this moment where the law firm that I worked for was was dealing with this and trying to get real creative in terms of meeting the needs of its lawyers. And one of the things that they learned was that there were some lawyers who were outstanding lawyers, phenomenal in their fields, 
but they just didn't want to work 80 to 100 hours a week. These lawyers had families, and some of them had young children, and some of them were involved in their community politically and otherwise, and they just had other interests. And so this law firm was really creative in in putting together a model to where these outstanding attorneys could still pursue a career, could still find a way to make partner, could still be on track to do all the things they wanted to do but could also have the flexibility to do some of the things that they wanted to do with their family, some of the things they wanted to do in their communities as well. And it was through that structure that this law firm was able to attract some really fine lawyers. That's the kind of creativity that we have to start thinking about is instead of just disregarding those needs and desires of employees and saying, here's our system, take it or leave it, that's not going to work anymore. Now it's a matter of saying, okay, we've got a lot of people that have other interests. How do we accommodate those interests and yet at the same time still get out of people what we need from a production standpoint? And so focusing on the needs of employees, again, I think that's going to be a competitive advantage in 2023. The other thing we have to watch out for in this period of uncertainty is this whole phenomenon that you're probably reading about in addition to what I've read in terms of this quiet quitting. And this is where people aren't leaving your organization, maybe because they don't have a better option, but they're just giving as little as possible. Uh, They're not leaning in. They're not doing the extra work that it takes to be successful. Uh, They're just doing the absolute bare minimum, not super engaged, Uh, not super connected with what's going on. They're just kind of there getting through the day and then moving on. And so I think that's something we'll want to watch out for. And as leaders, we'll want to think about how is it that we deal with people that we kind of find in that category? Uh, What's the best way to re-engage? What's the best way to inspire uh, those folks that kind of find themselves in that mindset? Um, I read one study the other day that said that over 50% of the American workforce is kind of in this particular category. That number seems crazy high, but if it's true, that means we've got a real challenge from a competition standpoint if most of the workforce isn't fully engaged. And so the leaders of 2023 that I think are going to stand out are those that are willing to get creative, willing to get bold in terms of taking this on and saying, how do we make sure uh, that our employees are engaged Those are the people that are going to help make your organization successful. And then the last thing that is really important for leaders in 2023, this really has to do with yourself as a leader. And that is to understand that what got you to the place of leadership is probably not going to be what gets you through 2023. Now, that's kind of scary to hear, but the reality is, is that as the world changes around us, we will have to change as leaders. And so the way that we've done it in the past may not necessarily be the way that works for us going forward, which means that we're going to have to change. So where is it that we go in terms of thinking about how to change? Well, one, I think we've got to be very aware. We've got to understand how is it that we lead and how is it that the world is responding and receptive to that. And so it's important that you have people that you can talk to that you can bounce ideas off of, that will give you honest feedback in terms of your leadership so that you are 
super self-aware in terms of how it is that you are connecting with and effectively leading your teams. That information, while some of it may be difficult to hear, while some of it you may totally disagree with, it's still valuable. And some of the things that we've learned, some of the values perhaps that we've learned from a leadership standpoint, those are just being challenged right now. And it's requiring a a bit of a different approach. I think about coaching and, you know, I think about athletics, uh, which has been a big part of my life. And, you know, that, that old concept of that, you know, football coach that just uh, gets in your face and there's an intimidation factor there and he demands a lot. Like there's so much of that behavior that just can't happen today. Uh, it's just not appropriate. Um, and as a result of that, here you see coaches having to change their tactics, having to change their strategies in terms of how they engage and how they motivate young people. And here's a moment where kind of the world changed, the values changed. And as a result of that, here's a particular leadership moment that has to change as well, because what was appropriate in the past is not appropriate today. And so there's some of those things that are happening in the business world from a leadership standpoint as well. For example, you take the workplace. Uh, Our workplaces look very, very different. And many of us have already experienced what life would be like if we told all of our employees, no, 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 FaceTime is critically important. You've got to be in the office eight to five. And we want you here. We want you dialed in and focused. And there's no flexibility. We're going back to the way it used to be. Well, we probably have a sense of what that would look like in terms of our workforces if that's the position that we took. Now, there's probably some productivity that would go with that. Uh, There's probably a lot of ways in which we could justify that as a way of managing our workforce. But the reality is, is that there's just not much of a workforce out there. And it's probably becoming smaller and smaller that is wanting and willing to work in such an environment. And so now we have this tremendous value on flexibility. And if we're not responsive to that, and we don't lead differently, recognizing that that's a value of the workforce, uh, then we're going to find ourselves really struggling. And so this is going to require us to change and ask really hard questions about, okay, how do I lead? How do I motivate? How do I manage a workforce that probably will be more remote than it ever has been in the past. And that's going to require completely different ideas and strategies in terms of connecting with people, uh, in terms of making sure that the productivity is there. All of that is going to have to change. And the leaders that figure that out first, those are the leaders that are going to build those cultures and those cultures will become attractive. And hopefully those cultures will become as sticky as well. And so what this means is that in 2023, as a leader, you will probably have to reinvent yourself somewhat. And you will probably have to think differently about some things. And that's not a bad thing. It's actually an incredible opportunity. The beautiful thing about where we are today is that there are a lot of resources with which to do that. And there's a lot of conversations that leaders may not have been comfortable having in the past to where they're very comfortable having them now. And so engaging some of your frontline workforce, engaging some of your team members, 
creating a more equitable leadership approach, those kinds of strategies now that are very welcome in the workplace, those can be very useful tools for you in terms of reinventing yourself as a leader. And so jump in, engage. It's really fun, actually, when you adopt this kind of leadership to where it's a bit more collective, to where, yes, the responsibility and the decision-making still lies with you, but your point in getting there is not just between your ears. It's conversational. It's collaborative. It's connecting with people and understanding their perspectives and using all of that to make really, really good decisions. I was talking the other day with a leader who this gentleman's probably in his early 60s would be my guess. And he talked about his whole business career, buying and selling companies, uh, great success, made a fortune. And here he is. And he said, you know, I never learned more about leadership than in the last five years of my career, where I actually went into academics and worked in an academic setting. He said, in business, it was very, very different. He said, I I didn't have to spend as much time thinking about leadership. He says, but when I got into this environment, I realized that it was going to require a completely different approach to how it is that you engage and lead people. And he said, I learned so much in that five years. He says, I completely reinvented how it is that I led people from point A to point B. He says it was a wonderful experience uh, going through that learning and that maturation process. This is a seasoned, highly successful executive. And here, even at 60 plus years old, this is someone who is embracing the leadership challenge and finding new skills and new ways to lead. That's pretty exciting. And I think it's that moment that is the opportunity for all of us in 2023 is to find these new ways to explore new avenues for building relationships with people that will ultimately be what causes us to be successful in 2023. So as you jump into 2023 here, uh, as it is upon us, as the excitement of it is here, but also as the challenge of it is right in our laps, here's the opportunity to start thinking about, okay, how am I going to better connect? How am I going to manage and embrace the uncertainty and develop competencies to deal with that uncertainty that I can't get rid of, that is going to be here and is going to impact my organization and my team, and then to recognize that as everything changes, you will have to change as well. And so how is it that you're going to reinvent yourself in 2023? Make an investment in yourself. Uh, Enroll in a class. Uh, connect with other leaders in some sort of small group. Do something that's going to be super intentional to where at the end of 2023, when we look back and say, wow, a whole lot has changed, what we can include in that story is also you, that you've changed as a leader and found a way to be successful in terms of innovating, bringing change, and moving your business or organization forward in the coming year. If you or your organization need additional resources as you face the challenges of 2023, I hope you'll call us here at Thrivance. Our website's thrivance.com. There's more information available there. But we exist to come alongside people like you 
and to help you think about your leadership, help you think about your strategy, help you think about some of your technology solutions that are all going to be a part of the solution in terms of finding your competitive advantage going forward. I wish you all the best. If I can do anything to help you, don't hesitate to reach out. I love working with leaders in terms of helping them become the best versions of themselves. I wish you all the best in 2023. Happy New Year.